Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Revoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Sinners, ladies and sinners, welcome to another Tuesday evening edition of the Sin City Sports Show presented by IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. I'm your host, Kale Henderson, and as always, we're here on a Tuesday evening, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Spreaker, Apple Pods, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Good Pods, Castbox. I mean, we're all over the place now, folks. Get at us on our Twitter forums at Sin City underscore IESR. Get at me on my personal where i talk more than just sports sometimes i 
crap on Call of Duty because that's just they deserve it at this point. Yeah, the woke movement's alive and well. But get on me on my Twitter, my actual live Twitter or uh, personal Twitter at Kale underscore Henderson, where we talk all things sports. Listen, folks, this is IE Vegas, and IE Vegas is now Title Town. I don't care what anybody says. Three titles in one year, one calendar year. The Las Vegas Ramblers, the Las Vegas Lady Aces, and now we have the Las Vegas Golden Knights, who are the NHL Stanley Cup champs. Absolutely awesome. We're going to touch base on that. We got a lot to talk about today. We're going to start off with the Ramblers, uh, dive into the Lady Aces. We're going to talk about happy trails because there is a absolutely goaded UFC fighter who's based, who's who's basically their home base has been out of Vegas for the last few years, uh, especially while she's been in her reign. But she will be retiring. We have upcoming sports, so what happens in Vegas? We're going to touch base on the Raiders and their sorry situation, as always. And finish up with the Golden Knights, the champs. They deserve all the attention we can give them. When we get back here on the Sin City Sports Show, presented by IE Sports Radio. And welcome back, folks, ladies and sinners. Welcome back to the Sin City Sports Show presented by IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. This is IE Vegas. I'm your host, Kale Henderson. And you guys can get at us on our Twitter forums, at Sin City underscore IESR. At Kale underscore Henderson is my personal. Please look up those. Look them up. You guys can hear this all over again on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Good Pods, CastBox, Deezer. Get at us on all of these. But most importantly, just type in those names, give us a follow, like a couple posts. It, it costs nothing. It's free. We provide free content, and it helps the show. It helps the show. So smash that like button. Smash it. Okay? Roll the dice on that follow. You guys won't regret it. You're playing with house money every time you tune into the show. Larry, thanks for tuning in, man. He said, dude, I'm just saying. Your show slash live call last week was badass. It was amazing. I, I We couldn't have asked for a better situation. Um, to have a live show and to have a championship and then be able to go into overtime, essentially. You guys let us go over to talk about the Vegas Golden Knights and their victory. Um, that was awesome, man. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. I mean, it was it was great calling that game, you know. Uh, Mark Stone crossing the neutral zone with a puck on an empty net. Shoots. He scores! That's the hat trick for Mark Stone, and Vegas is up 9-3. And this one's in the bag. You know, I mean, that was a lot of fun. That was badass, and it was it was a blast. Um, and I think some more live shows are, are, should be in the future. What do you think, Larry? The Raiders season's coming up soon. I'm sure USRM wouldn't mind having a uh, totally, you know, objective bias. You know what I'm saying? Someone calling the games. I'll be real with the situation. You guys know how it is. Maybe listen to some old John Gruden calls. Channel channel some inner Gruden. As long as we don't go, uh, what is it? Chris something. Chris Collinsworth. And just like, now here's a guy. Every five minutes. We should be fine. With that said, we got to talk about our platform. The one Larry B himself set up. The man, the myth, the legend. This is IE Sports Radio, and for the last nine years, IE Sports Radio has been bringing you amazing content. 
ranging from interviewing legendary athletes to building tailor-made shows dedicated to all major sports cities around the country. All the while, we've continued to be by the fans, for the fans, and with your help, we are ready to take the next step. When you go to our website, iesportsradio.com, you'll see our Patreon with, with a link to five different tiers. The first one starting at just five bucks a month. This donation gets you shout-outs on all 32 of our shows. Higher tiers include IE Sports Radio merchandise, access to our podcasting university, and even a chance to be featured on a segment of our flagship show, hosted by the man, the myth, the legend himself, Larry B. His show is the defining moment. Thank you all very much for continuing to make IE Sports Radio your direct feed for all that is sports. Very lucky to be on here, guys. This is uh, episode 59. Episode 59. With that said, I got to do a nice little segue. Shout out to our boy, um, the greatest teammate at IE Sports Radio, Taron Rodriguez. He has his 200th episode coming up this upcoming Monday for Setpoint. This man has been on, has had 200 podcasts as of Monday talking about volleyball. You're expert at volleyball here at IE Sports Radio. So I'm going to give him a shout out, man. He deserves it. With that, there's also a segue to the Las Vegas Ramblers because he's a big Ramblers guy. Um, we have some upcoming games here. <laughs> We have some upcoming games on July 8th. They'll play the Matadors. Pierce Sports Center. This will be at home at the Pierce Sports Center. Uh, away. South Exposure. South Exposure. I mean, we're looking at two July, July 8th and July 9th. So we'll have some more games. Las Vegas Ramblers are still ahead in the American Conference. Still in the lead. Tournament time is just around the corner. Got to give them defending champs, the Ramblers of the National Volleyball Association, some love. Um, they were able to keep majority of that team together. Ryan Mather, uh, Michael Keegan, Antoine Aguilard, uh, Ryan Mon Mon man, Manugian, I don't know how you pronounce his last name, and Brandon Rat Rattray. Um, all back key players, uh, guys that come in, give you everything you got. And uh, they've been kicking ass. Ryan Mathers is the top scorer in the Danish volleyball tournament on January 27th. That was earlier this year. I don't know why it says latest news. Maybe they're behind on the on the website. They got to keep up with that. Regardless, Las Vegas Ramblers are kicking ass, taking names. They're still atop of the American Conference, slightly behind uh, Texas. Texas, who is undefeated, hasn't lost a match yet. Um, but they're kicking ass, taking names, and hopefully Taryn can chime in and Give us uh, a few pointers on what's going on with the Las Vegas Ramblers as we move on. But a definite shout-out to Taron Rodriguez, the best teammate we got on here in IE Sports Radio. Does a lot for Larry B. He's a big help, and he's, he tunes into basically everybody's shows. He's just that kind of teammate. Uh, shout-out to him and his 200th episode that's coming up this upcoming Monday there on Set Point, which you can guys you guys can listen to every – yeah, you guys heard it – every Monday here on Spreaker Podcast Player, the Apple Podcast, iHeartRadio, Spotify – Good Pods, CastBox, Deezer. You guys get it. We have a list. We're everywhere. Listen up. Show some support. Especially for his 200, 200th episode. I think that's badass. Uh, very proud of him, man. Uh, Taryn's a great teammate, so very proud of him. Um, with that said, transition over to the Las Vegas Aces, Lady Aces. Lady Aces are 10-1. and 1. Still kicking ass and taking names. Still top of the, I mean, top of the food chain in the WNBA. There's no reason why they can't. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. 
Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And repeat. I'm saying that right here, right now. There is absolutely no reason why the Lady Aces cannot repeat this year. I mean, this team is as strong as it was last year. Um, I would say the only thing holding them back thus far is, I mean, they, they lost a player um, to the uh, Los Los Angeles Sparks, but I mean, that didn't really that didn't really do anything. Um, Jackie Young is absolutely killing it. 20 points a game. She's averaging uh, minutes per game, 30. Aja Wilson still killing it. 18 and a half points a game. Kelsey Plume, 15.9, so nearly 16. Chelsea Gray, 13.8 points a game. And then Candace Parker, old Candace Parker, number, th- you know, 37 years old, still putting in the time, um, dominating the board. She's she's a role player in this, man. I think she's looking for another title. I think the vet is is looking for another title, and she couldn't have found a better team. Right now, the Lady Aces are outscoring their opponents 91 0.9 points per game to 76.1 points per game. Um, they The only statistic they're struggling in compared to their opponents would be the offensive rebounds. They just don't get as many. It's 5.7 to 7.3. Otherwise, the free throw percentage is absolutely phenomenal, like 81% as a team collectively uh, compared to the opponents they have is 74.4%. Um, Three-point shooting, 36%. Field goal percentage is still 49 um, at one point, Jackie Young was was like 60%. I take it back. She's now she's right now at 59.9% field goal percentage. Aja Wilson 53.1%. Kelsey Plume 44.8. Chelsea Gray 51.4. Statistically, if we were playing Moneyball, I'd be getting Candy. I would be getting Chelsea Gray the ball a bit more. No joke. Uh, Kelsey Gray. Uh, Kelsey Gray, Aja Wilson, and Jackie Young would be my big three. Kelsey Plume is is, is a hell of a uh, basketball player. Um, newlywed to Darren Waller, Raiders, you know, former Raiders tight end, now the, with the Giants. Um, Kelsey Plume is the point guard. I mean, she's a badass. She does, she does a kick-ass job with what she does. But if we're being realistic, if I'm Kelsey Plume, those top three names I'm getting the ball to are Jackie Young, Aja Wilson, and Kelsey Gray. Simply, simply put. Um, Chelsea Gray's got 100% three pro free throw percentage. Um, Kelsey Plume, 81. Aja Wilson, 77. Jackie Young, 82.7%. Listen, this is just a dominant team, guys. It really is. It's a dominant team. I don't know if there's... They're 10-1 and one right now. I don't know if there's a team right now that could really... I just don't see that there's a team that can really beat them. Um, only one team has, but regardless, and I think it was the Mercury, but regardless, when I look at that situation, this team is just that good. They're that good. They're that dominant. And I don't, I don't see anybody beating them anytime soon. If it happens, it happens, but you guys get how it is, man. When, when you have a team that's in its prime and it's on a roll, it's, it's hard to stop them. Look at what happened with the gold. Look, look what happened with the uh, the Warriors, the Golden State Warriors. They were in their prime. They did nothing but dominate. They were excellent. 
They had nothing to worry about. They just took care of business. They played their style of game. That's all That's all the Lady Aces have to do. Feed Jackie Young. Feed AJ Wilson. Um, feed Chelsea Gray. Let Kelsey Plume do the uh, distribution. The team's healthy. They're playing well. And, and they're going to continue to kick ass because I just I really don't see anybody messing with them. Um, so congrats to the Lady Aces right now. I mean, they're, they're absolutely killing it. As far as the schedule is concerned, um, let's take a look here. They have on Wednesday, June 21st, so, so tomorrow, um, it will be in, they will be in Phoenix. Their only loss right now is Connecticut Sun. Only loss. And honestly, I think they rested a couple players because they went on a big stretch. They're 10-1. and one. They play the Phoenix Mercury tomorrow night in the Footprint Center in Phoenix, Arizona. That'll, be, that'll actually be a really uh, – man, that might be a pretty decent game. We'll see what happens. So far, from what I see here, um, the Las Vegas Lady Aces have not played the Phoenix Phoenix Mercury yet. They have not played them yet. You guys know how sports are, man. It's a matchup nightmare. You know, matchup nightmares are matchup nightmares. I just don't see that happening. I think the Lady Aces continue the run. Right now, they're on three straight. It looks like they could win their next one, two, three, four four games and then they play the Connecticut Sun at the Michelob Ultra Arena on June 29th sorry July 1st Saturday July 1st um, where they get a rematch against the only team they've lost to this year Lady Ace is just killing it man and I, I just don't see anybody I just don't see anybody better than them right now just don't really good teams Final game will be at home in the T-Mobile Arena against the Phoenix Mercury September 10th. By that time, I, I fully expect them to be number one seed. I fully expect them to be resting players and getting ready for a tournament. Getting ready to defend and possibly win their second straight title. We're going to take a quick break. Play some of the drops of our favorite teammates. When we get back, we're going to dive right into... The, the GOAT, the Lady GOAT of the UFC. Happy Trails, mention her, give her some love. Talk about what's happening in Vegas and then dive right into the Raiders because you guys know we haven't talked about the Raiders very much the last couple weeks. Uh, the Golden Knights have been all the rave, but now we're getting close to the point where uh, the Raiders season is going to start accumulating itself and, and we're going to have to keep up with that. Um, maybe some live calls are in order. When we get back here on the Sin City Sports Show, presented by IE Sports Radio, we'll dive right into that. Hello, sports fans. It's me, your boy, Larry B., and I want to walk you through the world of sports. No, no, no. Not just the mainstream major TV deal type sports, although those are important, too. But let me be your guide to your journey of all sports, from college to the pros, the minors, and everything in between. Each week, we are talking sports galore with true diehards just like you from a hardcore fan's perspective that's sure to quench your thirst around leagues you may know all too well and some you may even discover here. That's right, sports fans. If you love sports of all kinds, enjoy hearing amazing sports stories and respect all sports because you know how difficult any of them can be to play or compete in, then this is your show. Join me, your boy Larry B, on the defining moment each week here on IE Sports Radio. 
your direct feed for all that is sports, and let the sports come to you. What's happening, sports fans? Are you a fan of Southern California sports? Are you looking for a show hotter than a hot summer day in California? Then look no further than the SoCal Supreme Sports Show, where I talk about all things Southern California sports. That's right, all sports teams from Southern California. From the hard-hitting tackles of the NFL, to the killer crossovers and big three-pointers of the NBA and WNBA, to the grand slams of the MLB, to the bone-chilling goals of the NHL, and to the booming kicks of the MLS, the SoCal Supreme Sports Show has it all for you. Oh, and let us not forget about the college sports as well. So join me, Taryn Rodriguez, every week here on iSports Radio, your direct beat for all that is sports. Football fans, this is me, Abarlay, be inviting you to join myself, Callum Reynolds, Mike Pat, and John Felipe for one of the most electrifying football shows you have ever heard. Three and out, right here at iSports Radio, recap of the week before, a preview of what's to come, and of course, three hardcore head-to-head primetime face-offs each week. You don't want to miss it. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. 
This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. second portion of the, of the Sin City Sports Show presented by IE Sports Radio. Your direct feed for all that is sports. I'm your host, Kel Henderson, and we're here to talk about IE Vegas, baby. Anything that happens in Vegas sports, we're going to talk about it. Uh, quick, quick recap. Las Vegas Golden Knights are your 2023 Stanley Cup champions for the, of the NHL. Um, won their first title just last Tuesday, live on our show. Make sure you guys go, go back and check it out. Again, we're on every seven, every Tuesday evening, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You guys can catch us on all of the major uh, podcasts, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Spotify, Good Pods, CastBox, Deezer. I mean, reach out, man. Follow, like, like those shows, listen to them. Have them in the background while you're working, doing chores. Helps the show. It costs you nothing because we provide free content. We care about you guys so much. We love sports so much. We provide free content always. With that said, at least I will. I get that. With that said, we're going to touch base on uh, the show. Ramblers, top of the American Conference, nearly the top of the NBA, defending champs, kicking ass, taking names. Lady Aces doing the same in the WNBA. Uh, 10-1, and one, play the Phoenix Mercury tomorrow night in Phoenix. Should be a good game. Lady Aces are on a three-game win streak. Should be four after tomorrow. And with that said, our transition. We're going to do a little bit of a happy trails. Happy trails to one of the goats in the UFC. Um, her camp has basically been based out of Vegas for the last few years, especially you know the tail end of her dominant reign there in the UFC. Amanda Nunez. Basically, after 30 fights in the UFC, and she's obviously been fighting probably a hell of a lot longer than that. Sorry, she started out in Strike Force, moved to the UFC in 2013, kind of worked her way up the card in that aspect. But with that said, I mean, Amanda Nunez has been nothing but dominant. Um, she's she changed she changed women's fight combat sports, and you know she had a 25 and five record. Which is absolutely incredible. Sorry, twenty-three and five record, which is absolutely incredible. Um, you know, takedown percentages. She averaged at least three, three takedowns per fight. And you got to understand, not every fight that she did was a five-round fight. Some of those were three rounds. So the fact that she had three takedowns, you know, a fight is a big deal. 
takedown defense was an astounding 82%. So she was really hard to get on the ground. And, you know, her strike accuracy is 50, you know, she hit 51% of her shots. Absolutely crazy. Um, strikes landed, strikes landed per minute were about 4.5. So about five, if you round it up, about five shots per minute. I mean, that's absolutely crazy. Strike defense. I mean, she, she dodged about 57% of the, of the, uh, strikes that were thrown at her, uh, from her opponents over the years. She was an Orthodox fighter, uh, born in 88. So she's honestly only three years older than I am. Um, yeah, she's an absolute monster, man. And she'll go down in history as probably the greatest women's MMA fighter for now. You know, it's, it's so young. Ronda Rousey was kind of the first big star in that division. Amanda Nunez cleaned up Ronda Rousey with ease. And it wasn't even, I mean, it wasn't much of a fight. Amanda Nunez was just coming in when Ronda Rousey was going out. And it was just that time. It was just that time. And it worked out really well for Amanda Nunez. Uh, to, to put it to you like this, um, let's let's put it like this. Uh, she main evented. Let's take a look at this. Since 2016, when she won the title off Misha Tate, since 2016, she's main evented 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. She's main evented or co-main evented 12 events since 2016. That's seven years. Uh, she was an absolute warrior, man. 12 fights in seven years. As big time as she is. And look at some of these, like, you wouldn't believe some of these wins. Like, okay, for example, the one against Misha Tate. Submission. Rear naked choke. Round one. Three minutes in. Strikes landed in just those three minutes. 40. Are you serious? Absolutely crazy. 40 to 3. Misha Tate just got bossed, right? Ronda Rousey came back. She was trying to get a title. Uh, I was. I think that Dana White was hoping for a more competitive game or a more competitive match. That that fight was ended in 48 seconds in the first round, and, and Amanda Nunez threw 27 shots. Like, just dominance. Valentina, Shevchenko, um, two takedowns. Uh, this was a split decision. Usually split decisions tend to go to the champion. Nunez got the advantage there. But, I mean, she, statistically, she was better. She had 86 strikes, uh, two takedowns. I mean, come on. What, what are you going to do there? Um, Raquel Pennington, 124 strikes. KO, TKO, round five, two minutes, 36 seconds. What a long, That's a long fight, man. For, for, a, for a knockout to happen, that's a long fight. But she more than doubled. She basically doubled Raquel Pennington's uh, strike numbers. And she, she tripled the takedown numbers. So she was going to win no matter what. It just ended ended up in a TKO. Uh, the next three fights were TKOs. Christiane uh, Justino, Holly Holm, who, who beat Ronda Rousey for the title. That first time Ronda Rousey actually lost a fight and, uh, and ran up against a striker. Uh, somebody she couldn't just bum rush you know, hip toss, put in an arm bar. Holly Holm, w w she's no joke, man. She's a beast. Amanda Nunez beat her in the first round, four minutes, 10 seconds in. Like she was just untouchable for the longest time. And she finally lost to Juliana Pena. Uh, Juliana Pena has got a beef right now. Um, but Amanda Nunez came back and absolutely whooped her butt 
with a unanimous decision. Uh, six takedowns, 85 strikes landed. Um, knockdowns were three. Uh, takedowns, six. I mean, Juliana Pena landed 60 shots in the in that five-round fight to Amanda Nunez's 85. Normally, that's going to give you the win. But Nunez was going to win no matter what because of three knockdowns, six takedowns. And, uh, yeah, you, you guys get it, man. Like, she was just dominant, man. She came back and whooped Pena's butt. And, I mean, it, it was a – it's not like – I'll say it like this. Nunez was an absolute monster. She deserves her flowers. She went out the right way. Unanimous decision. Winning. Statistics weren't even close. Um, outstruck Irene Aldana. 142-41. to 41, Six takedowns to Irene's zero. Like, it was just an easy win. And she hung it up, man. Two belts. Wants to focus on her family. So happy trails to her, man. And her campus in Vegas. She's now going to go home uh, to Brazil, I think it is. And live up her life. She she had a great a great career. Again, twelve main event fights, and I could promise you that that we're talking like hundreds of thousands of dollars, like in in the high, nearly millions of dollars because of the the draw she was per fight. Those last twelve fights, she did really well for herself in combat sports. She's thirty five and she's retiring at a great time. And her career is far from done, right? Like her fighting career may be done, but her career could be far from done, man. Like she's still going to be a marketable human being for big businesses. So congratulations to uh, Amanda Nunez, who is absolutely a freak of nature, probably the greatest to ever do it. And, you know, I, I put that in high regard because I think Ronda Rousey was just so dominant for a long period of time. The fact that Amanda was able to do that and do it better than Ronda, especially with a mixed bag, like it wasn't just submissions. She was just a total fighter, man. She could submit. She could she could strike. Um, she'd wear out her opponent. She she would either go the distance or absolutely dominate you the first. There was a really good mix with Amanda Nunez, but all you could say is you thought she was going to win no matter what, no matter what fight she was in. And and she gets all the credit in the world. Transitioning to what's happening in Vegas, uh, Maga Madoff and Strickland is July 1st. UFC fight night. Um, it's a middleweight fight. I'm pretty sure this is going to determine the number one contender for the middleweight division. Maga Madoff is, is kind of on a hot streak right now. That should be fun to watch. Co-main event is uh, uh, is Magloff versus Dawson. I believe that's a female fight. Uh, that female division, dude, they're, they're kicking ass and taking names. Saturday, July 8th, UFC 290. Uh, Volkanovski versus Rodriguez for the featherweight title. If you guys get a chance, watch that. If you want to order it, do it. Flyweight, or sorry, featherweight fighters, they're nuts, dude. They're so fast. Like, ridiculously fast, and they're so technically savvy. That should be a fun fight to watch. This is just the UFC so far. Um, uh, Saturday, July 15th, Holly Holm versus Bueno Silva. This will be one of those contender uh, battles. This is for the Wyndham's Bantamweight division. Uh, it's five rounds. This is more than likely either going to be for that um, vacant Bantamweight title or... Number one contender, because I know Juliana Pena is going to get a lot of consideration for an opportunity to to main event. Now that Amanda Nunez is gone, Pena, of course, is going to talk crap, right? Pena got dominated the last time. I get it, it was one on one. She wanted to, you know, settle the beef. I think if if uh, Nunez really wanted to, she'd just come back and wreck shop. But Holly Holm and Bueno Silva should be a good fight on on July 15th. So those are good, really, really good events coming in the next month. Um, July 28th, Friday, July 28th, uh, we got we got some boxing, 
Martin. Oh, sorry. Same same night, Saturday Saturday uh, July fifteenth. Martin versus um, you're gonna have Hartunian. I'm I'm very sorry. It's a lightweight division, twelve rounds. Showtime, Showtime boxing, uh, the world lightweight championship. I'm really excited about that home Bueno Silva fight for some reason. It'll that'll be on ESPN Plus or um, yeah, that'll be on ESPN Plus if you guys get a chance. You might not even have to order that. That's just a fight night. So that's going to be able to you're going to be able to watch that. Palms Casino Resort is hosting Estrada versus Utica. Minimum weight, 10 round. This is for the middleweight championship and the minimum weight championship. This is for double belts, man. ESPN Plus. That should be really good to watch. So July is chock full. Saturday, Spence versus Crawford, the big fight. Spence Jr. versus Crawford at the T-Mobile Arena. This is huge because this is happening in Vegas. Uh, Terrence Crawford likes fighting in Vegas. I know he's an Omaha native, Omaha, Nebraska native, but Terrence Crawford's been absolutely nuts in the welterweight division. He owns basically, like, we're, we're talking about joining a bunch of titles. Spence Jr. has a couple titles. We're talking about the IBF World Welterweight Championship, WBA, Super World Welterweight Championship, WBC World Welterweight Championship, WBO World Welterweight Championship. All of those titles are on the line. Showtime, pay-per-view, July 29th. I, I'm picking Terrence Crawford. I'm a Nebraska guy. I'm taking Terrence Crawford. I don't care. Don't feel bad about it at all. That's our July lineup, man. Um, people should be really excited about that. I I think that's a great lineup of fights. Vegas is going to be popping, dude. That's the one thing about Vegas that I don't think people realize. It's going to be the fastest growing sports market. There's no way around it. And it's turning into title town. Three titles in one year. Imagine if the Raiders pulled their heads out of their asses and did something. I would laugh if the, if the uh, Las Vegas A's, which is very possible to be done here very soon... I'd laugh if I'd laugh if they win a World Series before the Raiders win a, win another title. It'd be a joke, but I, I mean seriously, wouldn't surprise me. A lot happening in Vegas, man. Especially in the next month, from the fight scene, what's happening in Vegas is going to be fun, and I, and I'm gonna I'm gonna tune into all those fights, especially if they're on ESPN Plus. That home fight should be fun. Uh, Crawford, I might order that. I really would. Terrence Crawford's a beast. Not that I need to give him his millions of dollars. He's got plenty of that, but. Terrence Crawford's a beast, man. Um, yeah, transitioning to the Raiders. Uh, OTAs have taken place. We've heard good. We've heard bad. The big thing I think folks are focusing on right now would be the Josh Jacobs situation. Um, to put it lightly, Brian Baldinger. Brian Baldinger, who's an NFL network, like, He's a film junkie. His breakdowns on Twitter are absolutely phenomenal. Um, talking about Josh Jacobs, he's a workhorse for the Raiders last year. Showed a highlight, which we saw often last year. Holes just weren't open. That offensive line was absolute dog crap. Like, they got they got a top 10 run grade, and I have no idea why. Like, when you watch majority of that year, Josh Jacobs was creating his own holes. And he showed a highlight, which was a perfect example of what we saw majority of the season against Denver. Josh Jacobs had to, you know, cut left, spin move just to get uphill. Still no hole, just our big fat lineman in the way. Um, I'm not feeling comfortable this year, man. I, I'll say it like this. If I were Josh Jacobs, I wouldn't show up until you get paid, man. You put in the time. You were the you were the rushing leader last year. You went on a one year contract. Don't take that crap for this from this regime. And then you got cryptic tweaks saying bad business. 
I'm not going to lie to you guys. Listen, we've been talking about this for a couple of years. We've been talking about this for the last year for sure. I've, I've been telling you guys here first. This regime comes from a franchise that just doesn't pay running backs. Bill Belichick, he was way before his time with that. He would just get a committee of running backs. He drafts like one to two per year. And he develops them behind massive, very good offensive lines, which is something I think Dave Ziegler needs to adopt, right? Invest in the offensive line a little bit more. Um, I don't know if Josh Jacobs will get paid what he wants to get paid. I I personally believe that they're going to franchise tag him and try and trade him. I'm saying that now. It, he could still get his deal. They should pay the man. He's deserved it. He deserves it. But from a business perspective, I also understand. In, the, in today's NFL, man, I mean, Zamir White can go in and, and, and play well. I think he can. I just don't see Josh Jacobs getting paid what he thinks he wants. It's not this regime. It's not Dave Ziegler. It's not. It's not Josh McDaniels. They come from a. They come from a franchise where it just doesn't happen. You pay. You pay your corners. You pay your your elite defensive guys. You pay your quarterback. You pay receivers. But those guys. You pay your offensive line. You don't pay. You don't pay running backs. That's just the NFL we're in today. It's not okay. It's not right. But it's the business, and that that's kind of what's shaped up. So Josh Jacobs is getting a lot of attention right now. Uh, the other thing, which is, um, which is really interesting. First off, I I'm gonna say it like this: the amount of divide. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. In Raider Nation right now is still pretty... I mean, it's it's horrible. It's ridiculous. Um, it's pathetic. And... There's just, I think there's just, I'm pretty convinced that there's just people out there that want to spew hate. It's that simple. Like, if you disagree with what somebody's take, you're just going to personally attack them. We're going to call them a dumbass. You could be saying things that you have no idea about, because that happens all the time on Twitter. You have a bunch of idiots that just get on there and say what they think without actually researching it or looking it up. Um, there's a big divide still with the Derek Carr situation. Why? He's not the Raiders quarterback anymore. Why are Raiders fans and Saints fans mentions talking about Derek Carr? Why does that matter now? Majority of Raider Nation, which was dead wrong, got what they wanted. He's gone. He admitted things just didn't go well last year. I think he's being professional. What he's not saying is that Josh McDaniels is a dipshit. He's 17 and 28 as a head coach. Derek Carr was pressured on more than 50% of his snaps last year. I don't entirely blame that on the offensive line. I think there there were too many plays called where, where the average depth of, of route was 12 yards in the NFL against press man or really good corners. Those routes take longer to develop. And I don't get it because in years past, the New England way was death by a thousand cuts, right? Trent Dilfer said it a, a thousand times. Complete the ball short, slants, outs to those slot receivers, to the running backs. You just didn't see that a lot. It wasn't by design. And you, you can't convince me otherwise, man. I watched every single game. It was not 
in Josh McDaniel's repertoire. I have no idea if he's trying to change things up. Maybe he wants to be more vertical now that he's moved away from Bill Belichick. But the reality of the situation is Josh McDaniels has a decent sample size as a head coach. He isn't shit without Bill Belichick and Tom Brady. And I'm going to be real with you folks. While I think there's some really good players on this team, I don't think this team is better than the Chargers. I don't think the Raiders are better than the Kansas City Chiefs. I think our schedule is brutal because Kansas City has been so good for a decade. We have one of the toughest schedules in the league this year. It's not going to be pretty. Our defense is not that much better. We added a pass rusher, which is great, but it's not that much better. We have a bunch of no-name DBs with the exception of Nate Hobbs. I think if he can stay healthy, the league will know about him. And Trayvon Morg, they've absolutely wasted this kid. He's been through two different, this is his third year, he's been through two different schemes. I don't think they know where he fits in just yet. He's going into his second year under this system under Patrick Graham, so I I expect a full positive jump in the right direction for Trayvon Morick. And I hope they let the guy cook. But the reality is this team is just not very good. The offensive line is still suspect. Yes, you have a great running back, but guess what? He might not even be on the team after after what we're seeing here, all the cryptic texts and, and, and tweets and stuff. I think the Raiders are lowballing this dude. I really do. Josh Jacobs should not sign the franchise tag. Nope. Not at all. Bad business, right? That tells me they're giving him bad offers or, or they're looking around. They asked him to play on a one-year deal. He did it. He was the league's rushing leader. Pay the man. If you're not going to pay the man, trade the man. Some win-now team is going to take him. Imagine if the Bills show up and say, you know what, we want him. Are you kidding me? He'd never go to the Chiefs. I mean, I'm sure he wouldn't say no if he got traded there, but the Chiefs would never trade for him because uh, the Raiders could ask for a ransom. But you never know. Like, uh, McDipshit might, might just give him away for free for some chicken nuggets the way he's been looking, his, him and his double chin. The reality is this, guys. He's 17-20 and 20 in his head coach. I don't trust him. I shouldn't. You shouldn't either. The Raiders need a lot of help. Devontae Adams, all of his cryptic tweets, too. He's not happy. He's not happy. He's not happy we didn't go after Aaron Rodgers. We, he's not happy that they're, they're kind of in a rebuild. And he's on the latter years of his prime, man. Like, he's still an excellent player. Don't get me wrong. But I'm sorry. You can't tell me he wasn't an excellent player last year with Derek Carr. He had 12 to 13 touchdowns before Derek was benched. Devontae still has juice. And we're wasting it. This could be his last really good year in his prime. I don't know if Jimmy G is going to be the guy. I, we, we don't know. I, I, I'm sure the Raiders feel confident he'll be ready week one. Does that matter to us? No, because we basically signed an injured dude that can't contribute right now. Lots being blown up. But the reality is, this is the biggest thing. The NFL Players Association, they conduct surveys every year. It's to help create a free agency guide. Um, and I'm getting this I'm getting this off. Uh, this is this was an article written by Matt Holder. Silver and Black Pride. Las Vegas Raiders were ranked the third best team in our guide. With our new facilities, places, uh, place now thir- nearly three years, multiple players on the teams, the, the request uh, make the facilities, more like Vegas, um, this workplace, 
is mostly state-of-the-art. 90% of the players believe that the club owner, Mark Davis, is willing to spend the money to upgrade operations if needed. Ranked him 20th in his category. Ranked him, ranking him 20th in this category. So Mark Davis is ranked 20th as an owner. They believe he'll spend money, but he's still ranked 20th in his... And Bill Belichick himself said these are state-of-the-art, like the facilities are unreal. Far better than what New England has. New England's are just kind of dated compared to... I mean, the Raiders, again, third year in this, in this uh, building. However... Here's the big one. The coaching staff wasn't viewed the same way. They had the, in Las Vegas, the lowest graded category was the coaching staff. Players, respondents, felt that head coach Josh McDaniels is less likely to listen to his players and keeps them for longer hours than other head coaches around the league. Longer hours are not correlated to winning. As seven of the top eight coaches rated as being most efficient with their players, time in 2022 survey made the playoffs this year so what this tells you is josh mcdaniels is a is an is an idiot he's keeping players they're trying to teach the system sometimes you can overdo it especially when you're losing he didn't perform very well in the play calling category the defense was absolutely horrible right they had games don't get me wrong Derek carr wasn't innocent but he wasn't the problem either this team just wasn't very good and the reality is and we've talked about this for a couple months when you lose seven games with a double-digit lead, it's trash coaching, man. And if anybody says different, they don't know what the hell they're talking about. They haven't played the game. Not at a decent level. They peaked in high school or middle school ball. They haven't They haven't been to a higher, higher area. I've been in college football. I've played college football. I can tell you right now, man, coaching makes a huge difference. Because coaches put you in a place to succeed. I don't believe Josh McDaniels can do that right now. And it's pretty evident. And it's getting pretty bad that, like, they still want to talk crap about Derek Carr, even though he's a saint. Like, they just don't want their image to be tarnished. I think they know the writing's on the wall. If they don't win games this year, if they don't make the playoffs, I don't think the Raiders have – I think the Raiders will be looking for a new head coach. And I would welcome that because this just – this hasn't been a very welcome start to his tenure. I hope he proves me wrong. I hope he turns around and they win 14 games and win a Super Bowl. And he gets all the credit. I hope that happens. I want to be wrong in this situation. I just don't think it's going to happen. I think Josh McDaniels, he's walking the plank right now, dude. He doesn't even know it. We're in a tough division. I think Ziegler stays. I think Ziegler is, is a favorite of Mark Davis. But right now, Josh is in trouble. And I don't know if he can survive three losing seasons. I don't know if he can survive two right now. Especially, It just depends on where they're at. If they're competitive again like last year and lose close games, well... You have to reevaluate, hey, why is why is this happening? Mark Davis has to step in. It can't just be Ziggler, you know, patting his buddy on the back. They gotta get better. Um, I don't like that they were the lowest ranked category as far as you know, like they were ranked <clears throat> third worst coaching staff. In the league with all the amenities that the players love, like the facilities, you got an owner willing to spend millions of dollars to make sure everybody's happy, players are comfortable, healthy. But your head coach and his coaching staff are ranked poorly. It's not good, man. That tells me he's just not a good dude. He's not a good dude. And maybe he's an offensive play-calling genius. I didn't see it last year. But he's also distracted. He's a head coach now. He's not doing what he did. He's not. He doesn't have Belichick behind him telling him what's good and what's bad. And it's obvious. Because even in a game against the New England Patriots, we struggled. And they weren't a good football team. It's that simple. 
We needed a, a lucky miracle play at the very end to win. I think the Patriots outcoached us. And they had Matt Patricia calling plays. I'm just saying, man. It's the reality. We're going to go to a quick break. When we get back, we're going to finish up with the Las Vegas Golden Knights, celebrating them and their victory in this 2023 Stanley Cup Final. Here on Sin City Sports Show, presented by IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. Sports fans, do you like teams that are tough, cities that are tougher, and fan bases that are passionate about their teams? How about teams that are historic and stadiums that are iconic? Then you belong in Chicago, and you need to check out Chi-Town Weekly. Join me, Adam Kernan, every week as we keep up with all things Chicago sports. Bears, Bulls, Blackhawks, Cubs, White Sox. We'll cover them all, plus more. The Windy City is always buzzing. And we'll keep you up on all the big games and major stories. So tune in to Chi-Town Weekly every week right here on IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. fans are you looking for a sports show that maybe isn't 100 about sports then you might want to check out the sports couple perspectives right here on IE sports radio your direct feed for all that is sports most sports shows cover only scores and stats and while we're not opposed to that we dig a little deeper into sports issues and some of the hottest topics in athletics in addition to sports we take a journey through my neck of the woods pop culture with movie reviews of both sports and non-sports films speaking of pop culture make sure to participate in our game nights where we quiz each other on our specialties and you the listeners can win ie sports radio apparel we always have a great time learning more about each other's worlds one show at a time so join us each week on the sports couple perspectives right here on ie sports radio your directory for all that is sports Welcome back 
This is the last part of the SimCity Sports Show, presented by Esports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. I'm your host, Kale Henderson. Quick recap, we talked about the Ramblers, Lady Aces, Amanda Nunez, happy trails to her, the GOAT of women's UFC. Uh, what's happening in Vegas, fights that are coming up, big one, Terrence Crawford, Spence Jr. Later at the end of the month, that'll be uh, Saturday, July 28th. Showtime. That's for the welterweight titles, man. Four welterweight titles. My money's on Terrence Crawford. Love it. Love that bet. Love that line. Going for it. We're playing with house money there with Terrence Crawford. Talked about the Raiders a little bit, how bad they are. Um, Horrible surveys they had. Not optimistic about the season, guys. I'm thinking like seven, eight wins, which isn't terrible, but it's not great. It's not where the Raiders need to be considering the type of roster they have. They're just in a really tough division, and I think they have a – I don't think they have a – they have a subpar coaching staff. I'll say it like this. I think they have a subpar coaching staff. Moving on to a team that is was absolutely dominant the other day. The Vegas Golden Knights, just a week ago, at this time, were capturing their first – NHL Stanley Cup title. Golden Knights were number one in the West. I mean, it wasn't a super easy ride through the West. It wasn't hard either. So much fun. Vegas was absolutely rocking. Vegas was crazy. The towels, the fans, and the way that they won. Like, what else do you have to say? The way that they won was absolutely incredible. To win 9-3, for your captain to get a hat trick, the first captain to do that since 1928, by the way, in a finals, uh, finals, clinching finals game. I mean, it was just kind of storybook the way it kind of ended up. Golden Knights were absolutely incredible. Um, Poor Florida teams, man. Like, Miami loses, Florida Panthers lose. I'm not upset about the Florida Panthers losing, obviously, because the Golden Knights won that and they were they were some I mean I just I think they were dirty man I don't like the way they play you're just not as good of a team so when you go down you start like instigating crap trying to start fights so that way you can get more even numbers and penalty minute come on man and the Golden Knights just didn't play into that man they were just a better team that shorthanded goal by Mark Stone that shorthanded goal to start off the scoring spree for the Golden Knights was absolutely incredible Went straight through the five hole. Uh, Bobrovsky just didn't know what he was doing. And to top it off with a hat trick, empty netter. A lot of fun to watch, man. They've been a lot of fun to watch the last couple years. We talked about it numerous times, guys. The Golden Knights, they were in fourth place last year. And it's only because their their star players were injured for 40 games out of an 82-game season. And they still finished fourth place. And yeah, Larry, that's a crazy that's a crazy statistic. It's been since 1928 that a captain of a hockey team, that many Stanley Cups, had a hat trick in a game clinching or a finals clinching game. I think it's absolutely incredible, man. Golden Knights, they've they've turned Vegas into title town, man. Now we just got to keep this up. I truly believe the Ramblers could win again. I truly believe the Lady Aces could win their second title in a row. 
And there's no reason if, if Golden Knights can continue to finesse their magic the way they did last season. I mean, for God's sakes, their goalie, Aiden Hill, he wasn't a starter most of the year. Shows up in the playoffs, just goes on a run. He's only 27 years old. He's huge. He's like he's like a six foot five goalie, 230-some pounds. Guy was making unbelievable saves the entire tournament. The team is complete, and they should be fun to watch next year, too, if they can keep it together. Jack Eichel having a renaissance after his after his Buffalo debacle. Mark Stone's having a ton of fun. He said he's never played he's never played better, never had more fun. Uh, Brad Marchessault, beast. William Carlson. I mean, Shea Theodore came over from the Ducks. Team's loaded, man. Team's absolutely loaded. And there's no reason if they can keep these guys together, they can't look at a repeat. And if you're a player, why wouldn't you want that? Like, this had to be fun. And to win it 9-3, to three, like... That has to be one of the most lopsided goal goal scoring games I've ever seen in NHL. In a playoff for that matter, but in NHL. It was unbelievable. It was magic. It was storybook. And kudos, man. Hats off to the Golden Knights. They absolutely kicked ass, take, took names, and and it was just so much fun to watch that series. And they didn't look back, dude. Florida was a tough team. They were a physical team. Uh, Vegas was just deeper, more physical, and it was a lot of fun to watch this year. So congratulations to the 2023 Stanley Cup champions, NHL Stanley Cup champions, the Las Vegas Golden Knights making IE Vegas title town. And we're coining it here, folks, IE Vegas. As you folks know, we're on every Tuesday evening, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. You guys can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spreaker, Spotify, uh, Deezer. I mean, you name it, you'll find us. Search us. Follow us, listen to our shows, give us feedback, make us better because it it's content that we bring to you folks. It costs nothing, right? Unless you want to go to our Patreon and, you know, get the lowest tier of five bucks because we always, we, we always love you at IE Sports Radio. Go to our Twitter forms at Sin City underscore IESR at Kale underscore Henderson. Again, follow, smash the, you know, Roll the dice on the follow, man. Smash the like buttons on some of our posts. Keep keep tabs with us. It helps our show, big time. And as always, folks, this is the Sin City Sports Show presented by IE Sports Radio, your direct feed for all that is sports. I'm your host, Kale Henderson. See you next Tuesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. And as always, folks, love, peace, and hair grease.